Good morning, my lovelies. I'm coming to you from my room of bliss. You know, it's my space of peace and joy and tranquility and all of that loveliness. Um, I hope you had a most wonderful weekend. I hope you had a most wonderful week. Today's topic is expectations of relationships. Platonic, family, romantic, all the same to me. Um, the base is the same, uh, just maybe on different levels, but the core is pretty much the same to me. So I had a friend and she told me one day that uh, she has no expectations of anyone. So this way, if they let her down, she doesn't have to worry about being upset about it because she had no expectations of them to do for her anyway. Now, I, I get where she's coming from on that, and I definitely can respect it. Um, for me, uh, I do believe that there should be some sort of expectations of people. Um, there just shouldn't be a ton of it. Uh, so I feel like when it comes to relationships, when it comes to um, anything, I'm sorry, you're going to notice that you're going to hear the pages turning. I actually bought myself a journal and a really nice pen too, because I start, once I started this, now I have all of these thoughts in my head and all of these topics and all of this stuff. And I had to start writing some things down. So you might hear a page turn, you know, or two or five, you know, excuse it. Um, I digress. Um, I believe that you, for me, my expectation of anyone in my life is to only do the things for me that you want to do. That is pretty much my only expectation. The things that I do for people, my loved ones, even strangers, uh, is simply because I want to do them. And if I don't want to do it, I'm not doing it. It's just that simple for me. Now, was I always this way? Absolutely not. You know, I have been in relationships and I've been, you know, I've had family, you know, members where it's, I, I do things, I do things, I do things. I'm a giver. I am a giver. And some of the relationships that I was in, I gave in hopes that they would give back to me. You will see that I am a ride or die chick. I hate that phrase. I really do. Right. But you will see that I'm a ride or die. And all the things that you, that I do for you, you'll want to do those things or on that level for me. Some of the things I did for, you know, my, in my relationships, they probably didn't even want those things. I did it because those are the things I wanted. So therefore, if I did it, then you'll do that same thing in return. Never really asking do you even really like this? Do you even really want that? But I wanted it, you know, which was very, 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 very selfish, you know? Um, so for me to expect nothing, uh, again, this is just for me, that works for her. She's very happy in her life in that thought process. And I'm for it. I respect it. Um, for me, this is what my expectation is. I do have this expectation. All the rest of the expectations, I just let it go to the wayside simply because I started to realize that 
I was relying on other people for my own happiness. I was very unhappy. So I was relying on others. I had an expectation of them to see that I was unhappy. And so I wanted you to fix my unhappiness, which in hindsight is very unrealistic, very selfish, and super unhealthy. So I say unrealistic because like them, like myself, they're only human. You know, they don't have, you know, some powers of clairvoyancy and, you know, there's no magic eight ball, no magic conch. Now, again, a side note, um, that is a SpongeBob reference. I am a huge SpongeBob fan. And for those who watch SpongeBob, they'll know what that is. And that's probably going to be my reference to, as opposed to eight balls and stuff like that, but magic eight balls. Um, and if you haven't watched the episode, look it up, right? So there's no magic conch that says, Hey, you know, um, what is this person thinking? Or, you know, what makes them happy? I, I can't see that. Right. So you definitely would have to express that. Right. So, but in my head, I was like, you know, you should know what makes me happy. You're just around me and you should know that. Right. And that's not the case. Communication is key, is key, you know? So we are all perfectly imperfect human beings. So for me to take my load that God intended for me, right? And he said, this is your load. This is your load. That's their load. This is that one's that, that one's that load. And to carry in life and to put it in your lap and say, hey, hey, figure that out for me. You know, hold this luggage for me and figure out how to unpack that for me. And um, I'll be back. And hopefully you'll have the key to my happiness. Right. That's where it becomes selfish. Because it is unfair, unfair. For me to put that in, as if you don't have your own load to carry. You don't have your own baggage to carry. And I'm not concerned about your baggage. I'm only concerned about mine. Because I just want to be happy. I just don't want to be responsible for that. Because if I mess it up, then I got to be responsible for that too. So it is easier for me to just blame that on you. You know, and just to continue adding on to that. You know, onto your load. And then continue blaming that on you when it doesn't work. And that's when it becomes very, very, very unhealthy. You see, because I, what I did was, and I'm all, I can only speak from experience on that. You know, we've all had some sort of whatever level of childhood trauma. You know, some more extreme than others, but on some level. Um, so for me... I took my childhood trauma, told my ex-husband, hey, hey, I'm going to give you that luggage right there, right? Because, you know, I need you to help me unpack that. You know, I need you to help me fix that. Even though you hadn't, he had nothing to do with it. I need you to help me fix That's your job. I'm making that your job, you know? And then when that didn't work, now I have the luggage from my childhood trauma and then the luggage from my failed marriage that I participated in failing it. You know, I did, I did my part as well, you know, um, 
in, in, in that because I just wasn't happy. So when I wasn't happy, I wasn't able to be the greatest wife, you know? So I took now that baggage and then the baggage from my, my failed marriage and the next person I was with, I said, Hey, Hey, I'm holding on to this, you know, cause I'm holding on to this handle. Like this handle is super glued to my palm. And I said, Hey, so I'm gonna give you that right there. And you know, in the beginning, you you jump, you want to help, you want to, you know, I want to help this person get over, you know, the past and move forward and be happy and, you know, um, and just, just be the best that they can be, right? So they're trying to help you unpack this stuff and you're taking the laundry, you know, new laundry and throwing it in there, you know, mixing it all up. And then when that relationship didn't work, I packed all of that laundry up, the new laundry extra, and moved into a next relationship. And the same thing. I want you to help me unpack that from that, from that, and from that. All of this comes from here and your job. Uh, and so on and so forth. Not realizing um, I was attracting what I was putting out. So, of course, these relationships were not going to work anyway. Because... I probably was uh, attracting unhappiness as well. You know, like-minded people tend to, you know, attract. So I got to a point where, you know, you know, when you're carrying a weight and you're at the gym and you're carrying it and your hand just starts getting tired. It's just heavy. It's just heavy. It's heavy. And your hand eventually just kind of lets it go. And I think that's what happened for me. It just, it just got so heavy and my hand started trembling and just let it go. And as I was massaging my hand, like, dang, this kind of hurts. You know, I got a little, got a little hand cramp. It's kind of hurts. Um, I'm looking down on my hand and realize, realizing that I'm no longer holding. Oh shoot. That jammy was not super glued to my hand, you know? And now what do I do? You know, I spent years in relationships that were very unhealthy, right? And that's that's my doing, right? I take responsibility for that. I spent years in relationships where, you know, I used the two words always and never a lot. And those can be very good words. They can be amazing words. But they also can be very detrimental words to a relationship when you use them in the wrong way. So I have learned that always and never, you got to be real careful. They're very powerful words, you know? So when you use them in the wrong way, you always do that. Insert something negative and the, you always do negative, 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 or you never do this. Insert something positive. You never do Positive, 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 positive. Because those are very untrue statements. Because if you spent, if you were in a relationship as long as you were, then they didn't never do that. And they didn't always do this. Right? So, you know, I had to learn to stop using that. You know, I was definitely, <laughs> if it was a, a, it was a kingdom. <laughs> if that was a kingdom, you know, I was, if there was an emotional baggage kingdom, 
I was definitely queen, not be living well at all, you know, and this is, I was the queen of it. And then I just, once I dropped the baggage, you know, my instinct was to pick it back up. But then I was like, why? Why? I, it felt kind of light not carrying it. It felt kind of light not having to lug it around. I definitely felt, you know, like when you put on those fresh pair of sneakers and you, you know, you hopping up and down to feel how they are and they're just bouncy and they just, I just felt light on my feet. And I said to myself, this is what I want to feel for the rest of my life. So I had to start taking ownership within that. I had to start uh, taking ownership of me. You know, I had to stop allowing all of those things to define who I was. And I had to start with my childhood trauma. I had to start saying that doesn't define me. And I had to start forgiving myself because a lot of times, you know, we don't realize that forgiveness is not about the person. It's about you. Uh, and it's about you because you hold yourself responsible in some sort of way. If I didn't put myself in this predicament, this wouldn't have happened. If I had went left instead of right, that wouldn't have happened. If I had went up instead of down, that wouldn't have happened. You know, that could not have happened to me because I wouldn't have been in the, in the space, in that space for it to happen. Not realizing some things just happen. Some things just happen. Life just happens sometimes. It's unexplainable. Bad things happen. And forgiveness is about forgiving yourself, saying stop blaming yourself for that little that little thing, that little thing oh, I shouldn't have been if I wasn't there, if I wasn't here, if I wasn't up, if I wasn't down, this this might not have happened, right? It's about saying no. It doesn't matter if I was left, right, up or down. Those were the those were the right directions I was supposed to go in. Someone else just disrespected that direction. Someone else decided I want to put a fork in the road of that direction. That wasn't you because if you had the choice, you would have just kept on pushing in that direction, which is the direction you were supposed to go in. So that is not on you. That is not your fault. That's where you need to forgive yourself and, and let go. And once you do that, you will find that the forgiveness, yeah, you're not going to forget what happened and you don't even have to associate with the person. You don't ever in life have to speak to this person. I mean, they can be your parent. That is a choice that you make. Whatever you, whatever sustains your peace is a, is the choice that you should make, but understand that it needs to sustain your peace, not out of revenge, not out of pettiness or it needs to sustain your peace. And that's it. And then from there, you will start to learn how to love yourself. You know, and everybody always goes, oh, you know, loving yourself. And, you know, I love me. I love me. And everybody loves themselves. Even if it's just a little bit, you know, and you're still learning how to love yourself more. You have some sort of love in yourself. Every day that you get up, and you are afforded the opportunity to experience another day. 
it's loving yourself. You get up and you get motivated and do what you need to do. That's part of loving yourself. You know, you just have to keep going with it and, and discovering new love. Just like you can fall in love with another person after you've gone through whatever trauma from someone else, you can continue falling in love with yourself. You just have to keep finding new things and, and creating new things for yourself to love. So you need to put yourself in a loving space and you need to, bliss, bliss, that is my loving space. No disrespect is allowed to step in it. No arguments are allowed to happen in in this room. No, nothing, no mean words are allowed to be expressed in this room. No negativity is allowed in this room. And it seems small, you know, a designated a room where if we're going to have an argument, it won't be in here, right? But what that says to me is, you know, I can now designate another space and another space and, a, and, a, and, and space in my heart. You know, it doesn't ne- it's not just external space, but now it helps me uh, establish space within my soul, within my being to say, I'm not going to allow this negativity. I love me. We can discuss something. We can debate it, but we're not going to always and never argue. We're not going to do the always and nevers. You know, we're going to be realistic. We're going to, we can fight. We got to fight fair. And this is, again, friends, family, relationships. You know, it is about the expectation of at the end of the day, you know, I want you to do for me what you want to do for me. So you want to positively have a discussion with me. You want to positively, it sounds weird, positively argue with me. You know, you have a point. You want to express that point that differs from mine. But you don't have to be disrespectful about it. I have an expectation of you doing the things for me that you want to do for me. Now, if you want to be disrespectful to me, that is for me to decide that I don't want to have you in my space. You see? So again... If that person wants to be disrespectful to you, they're going to do that. And it's for you to decide what you want, the expectations of yourself. It's the same exact expectation of others. I do for me what I want to do for me. And I don't do for me what I don't want to. You know, I have a thing where I eat by a certain time. I can't eat anymore. You know, uh, by 9 p.m. because I work late hours. 9 p.m. It works for me. And, but on those days where if I want to eat after 9 p.m., I don't kick myself about it. I eat after 9 p.m. That's it. That's because I wanted to do it. There's no, oh my God, you are a horrible person and you can't stick to your plans. No, that's just because I want to do it. You know, it, there's no harm, no foul on it. Every day, I don't eat after 9 p.m. So if this one day in band camp I do, that's what I'm going to do. And I don't expect myself to make myself feel bad about it. Again, it's about expectations. You have these same expectations for yourself. Um, it's, it can transcend to the same expectation that you have for others. I do expect people to treat me with respect. So I do everything in my power to treat others with respect. I... I'm a very straightforward individual. I'm a very direct individual. So sometimes it does come off as harsh. And I had to learn that. I had to learn to be very, 
I don't know if you read the four agreements, very impeccable with my word. And sometimes just because you might be honest doesn't mean that it comes off as impeccable because your delivery sucks. And I definitely had an issue with a uh, sucky delivery, something I'm still working on, right? But I love myself enough to work on it simply because I don't want to waste my time having conversations with people. You know, time is very precious. So I am, I'm not a wasteful individual. So when, if I'm sitting down and having a conversation with you, just like I'm sitting down and doing this podcast and conversing with anyone who's listening, uh, I want to make sure that you are hearing what I'm saying, you know, so I have to be consciously aware of how I deliver it because I want you to hear what I'm saying. I want you to digest what I'm saying. So I have to be consciously aware of how I say it. And it's a struggle sometimes, you know, but I love myself enough, right? I love myself enough to expect, to expect that I'm going to deliver this in a way that you will be able to fully receive it. So again, when it comes to my girlfriend and there are a lot of other people like that, we just happen to have had an in-depth conversation about it. Um, she has no expectations of others and that doesn't mean she doesn't have expectations of herself. Not at all. She just, this is how she functions in life and she's happy. She's very happy, you know, so it, and that works for her. So you have to do what works for you. Again, you know, it could be somewhere in the middle of what I'm saying. It could be, and what she's saying. It could be what she said. It can be what I said. It can be something beyond what I said, but you do have to have a base expectation uh, for everyone. And then you uh, can section it into different levels of how you expect that expectation of these individuals. And then you just work from there. You know, my expectations for strangers, I don't expect you to say thank you. I made the choice to hold the door for you. That's it. I saw you coming. I made a choice to hold the door. That's because I wanted to do it. Not because I expect you to say thank you. And I used to, you know, when they would walk through the door and some people and they don't say thank you, you're welcome, right? But then that's me being selfish going, I held the door for you simply for your thank you. I don't know that person. Couldn't care less how they felt about me. Couldn't care less about their thank you. Why? Because now I'm going to let that ruin my day. I'm going to let that put it, maybe not ruin it, but put a little chip in my day. That when I'm out to dinner with my friends and I'm like, yeah, let me tell you, I held the door for this woman and she didn't even say thank you. Why is that even a conversation at dinner? So, you know, I, if I had done it because I wanted to do it, then this wouldn't even be a conversation. I just keep it moving. We talk about important things, you know, like what, who's wearing what and what, you know, who's eating what and who's drinking what and that's, you know, that's a nice blouse on you. That hat is to die for. You know, those are the things. Where'd you get that from? Those are the things we'll be discussing because that's what we should be discussing. You know, so in the end, 
like I said, you know, everybody has their levels of what they expect. But as long as it, you're not putting your happiness in someone else's hands, have an expectation of them to make you happy on something that's supposed to be yours, right? Now, you can have an expectation of them adding to your happiness because I don't hang out with people who are not going to make me laugh, who are not going to make me smile. And I don't just mean on my face. They make me smile for my being. When I see them, you know, we're half a block away and I see them and I'm ecstatic, grin on my face. Even when we wear these masks, you can see it in my eyes that I am stupid excited to see you. You know, those are the only people I want in my life. Anybody who was trying to bring any negativity, I don't expect to keep them in my life. They just don't belong there. You know, if you're not trying to add to my happiness that I've already created for myself, that I expect to continue to create for myself, then you can't be in my world. You cannot be in my space. There is no deviation from that. There used to be when I was younger, but there isn't anymore. You know, so there is no caveat. There's no asterisk, no nothing. You just can't be in my space. You know, so I say to you, take some time to evaluate what you truly expect from yourself first, and then evaluate what you expect from others, and then move forward within your relationships. I will end this podcast as I end every podcast. Every day, my lovelies, aspire to inspire.